Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. The other big part of Nick's job is going to be potentially James Hart. Uh, there was some reporting that, you know, while Nick was very excited about this job because of Joel, it seemed like the reporting was, yeah, he's going to try to get James back, but part of him taking this job is not because of James Harden. Um, curious what you think i think on one hand the hiring of nick nurse is a win now move you don't hire him if you think you're gonna have a pause year or whatever you would call it so i think this is an indication which fans should be happy about is that the sixers are all in trying to win next year but what do you think this means for james harden i don't think james harden is much of a nick nurse type of player if i'm being honest like so when we're talking about the the pace and how, how he likes to play on offense. I think he's willing to make exceptions, certainly. Like uh, Kawhi Leonard is the guy who won him a title, and Kawhi is very much a survey the floor, back a guy down, take a long time in the shot clock. Like he's willing to, to deal with stuff like that. But the difference between Kawhi and Joel versus James Harden is that both of those guys can be high-level defensive players. They're guys that on the other side of the floor can help nurse build the spine that he wants to build for a team. And Nick nurse's defensive system that he used in Toronto, which was changed over the, you know, five years or so he was there because of the different personnel, but it puts a lot of responsibility on the guards and the wings to essentially fly around the floor constantly. Like it's a Mm -hmm. lot of, shrink and collapse and protect the paint along with the big man and then get back out to the perimeter and and try to get a hand in the guy's face. And as both of us know, 
James Harden, not exactly a willing defender <laughs> most of the time, especially or in the regular season. You know, I think he was better than I expected in the playoffs, but that's certainly not his MO. And, you know, whatever struggles Toronto had on offense over the last couple of seasons, I do think they still pretty consistently got effort and buy-in from all these guys on defense. And look, I, I think you could look at Tyrese Maxey and say, not an ideal Nick Nurse player in the sense that he's just not a good defensive player. But I at least think you see that's a guy who wants to play defense. He's somebody mm-hmm. who competes, who's growing in stature there. I think he had a pretty good defensive run in the playoffs, despite being outgunned by, you know, bigger, more athletic players. That's somebody I think Nick Nurse will look at and say, yeah, I can work with that guy. I don't know that either Harden or Nurse look at each other and are like, yeah, this is a thing that really makes sense. And I think if you listen to the reporting on this from people like Woj and you say, oh, he's saying that there was a meeting with Joel and the the vision is being sold around this is Joel's team and all that, that seems to run counter to what James allegedly wants, right? Where he wants more offensive freedom. He does kind of want to have the lay the to rule the roost, so to speak, to be yeah. old James Harden in a way and have things cater- maybe not catered to him is the wrong word, but wants to have more responsibility and more say and how things are run. And I, I have not gotten the indication that that's who nurse is going to be as a coach. So I would say if anything, I'd be less bullish or I'd be bearish, I guess, if we're using stock market terms <laughs> on uh on Harden returning to the Sixers at this point. But that also is dependent on, you know, what are the offers elsewhere? What if if he's going to Houston? Is somebody else willing to join him there? Is Houston able to facilitate that? If not, is he willing to go to like Charlotte for the money he wants? Right. I don't think so. So maybe <laughs> even though it's an imperfect marriage, Harden looks at it and says, I still have a good chance to compete. I respect what Nick Nurse does. And Nurse has certainly made it hard for Harden as a player with the defenses that he's thrown at him. So, you know, maybe he looks at it that way and says, this is a guy who I respect. And if I can build a relationship with him, end of the day, I I can get along with this guy. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So Nick Nurse did say also in the JJ Reddick pod, unprompted that James Harden is one of the toughest players to game plan for in the league. So I do think he has a lot of respect for James Harden's game. My concern would be, we agree that there's probably going to be a little bit of a pushing of Joel in both schematically, but also maybe what's asked of him physically weight, that type of thing. There could potentially be that with, uh, with Nick and Joel. And I think Joel is receptive to that from my limited experience being around him. You obviously know him well. It seems like you believe he is always receptive to improving his game and making changes. He is in a different part of his career. My concern was if my concern would be if James came back, is he going to be okay with being pushed and being asked to change when really last year, while he did adjust his game, the whole point of those articles at the end of the season where he talked about all the sacrifices he's making was essentially like, Hey, I'm doing something I don't want to do because it's working for the team. And now if you're going to bring in somebody in Nick nurse who doc is fired because things are going to change. If they thought everything could run the same, they would have just brought doc back. So there are going to be changes in terms of how Joel is used, but also in what's asked of players and, and those type of things. 
I have been very, very pro bring James back. I think it'd be very hard to replace him. And I probably still fall into that camp. The hiring of Nick Nurse and the more I learn about him has me wondering if maybe they are better off trying to turn James into a trade exception or trying to do something where they can maybe get a guard that is not James. Like in just his effort, his defense, his physical build, just how much he moves on offense. I just, it doesn't seem like it's a match. And Nick Nurse is here, is here already. So while I like James and I think he's still a very good player, I am, I'll be honest, a little more hesitant to bring him back now that they've hired Nick Nurse. Yeah. Um, we'll see. End of the day, like, I couldn't tell. There's been all the Houston rumors for so long. And yeah, it's easy to just say, like, that's where he's heading. But I think there's this doesn't rule out Harden coming back. I'll put it that way. I think Nurse and Maury and Joel certainly are all people who want to put the best team on the floor that they can and the position they're in that's going to involve next season having James Harden on the roster it's really just about is this a fit for James does he see between the dollars they're going to give him the years they're Mm going to give him his freedom within the offense all that whatever it ends up being I I, we'll see I'm not going to write off or I'm not going to draw any conclusions just yet I'll put it that way so before we wrap this up, other players on the roster. You talked a little bit about Maxi. Uh, Maxi's certainly not a huge wingspan, you know, perimeter guy from a defensive perspective, really on offense either. But outside of Joel and Harden, guys that are going to be back next year, we would assume. I guess Melton could be a trade chip potentially, but Melton's probably going to be back. Toby at this point is still on the roster. Uh, Paul Reed, like those kind of guys. How do you think Nurse impacts other pieces on the roster? So I think the good thing, and we talked about the synergy earlier, the good thing about hiring Nurse is that I think the type of players he tends to covet fit in the type of players that Daryl tends to covet. Like the DeAnthony Meltons, the PJ Tuckers, the even like a Daniel House Jr., just long athletic guys who can also shoot, who can – Take you off the dribble a little bit. Well, not Tucker, obviously. <laughs> if he's dribbling, you have a big problem. But yes. the Meltons of the world, I think, are sort of the vision of at least the secondary players that Nurse wants to have, right? Guy who can hit a catch-and-shoot three, who will also you know, rotate, get to his spots when somebody else is dribble driving, somebody who will attack a closeout, reset the offense, make some connective passes. Like, I, I think... And it's going to be an important year for Melton regardless because he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. So big uh, big proving year for him, whether he's going to stay in Philadelphia or potentially get, try to get a big payday elsewhere. So Melton's the first guy that comes to my mind. That, and look, especially if Harden walks, that's a giant opportunity for Melton to step in and you're going to get more responsibility. You'll start mm-hmm. more games. I think somebody, if Jalen McDaniel stays in free agency, I think that's somebody maybe Nick Nurse will lean on more. Maybe he gets some spot starts here and there, just play these goofy, ultra-long athletic lineups. It's basically Maxi and a bunch of wings on the floor. I think that's something that's kind of intriguing to think about. So, I mean, most of the guys they're going to have on the roster seem to fit his idea of we're going to run, we're going to defend hard, we're going to shrink the paint we're going to protect the rim do all that a a lot of these guys that are already there 
are set up to succeed. It's really a question of how much do the stars adjust? And certainly I think Maxi fits into his vision on offense pretty well, where it's a lot of get to the next action. And Tyrese, as we've seen all throughout his career so far, you get in the ball on the second side after the ball has rotated a little bit, he's going by somebody and getting to the rim easily. And so I think he's somebody that's going to continue to thrive under nurse on offense. And, you know, we'll see if he can pull something more out of them on defense. If you just say to him, look, I'm going to challenge you. I need you to be more of a pick up a guy full court, or you're going to take on a tougher assignment, whatever it is. I think Tyrese will rise to that occasion. He's wired that way in terms of his personality. And I think that's a guy that I keep a very close eye on uh, this year and moving forward, obviously. And, and one of the more exciting parts, in my opinion, when a new head coach is hired is then figuring out which of he of his own guys is he going to bring in. Obviously the coaching staff, but Fred Van Bleet is potentially a free agent. Guys he's coached in Toronto, trade pieces, maybe guys he has a connection with from the time in Houston from a while ago. So I do think in an offseason where there could be a lot of turnover with this roster, James Harden, who knows what happens with him, Tobias Harris, big expiring contract we will get into it on 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 a future pod on guys that they could target and guys that they could go after 